You are listening to Fresh Tracks Weekly. Just know that there's also a video portion to this podcast, uh, so you can check that out on Randy Newberg Hunter YouTube channel. It will be posted there every week. Also, if you have anything that you want to share with us, any interesting stories, email us at weekly at freshtracks.tv, and I'll also uh, put that email address down in the description. Another great weekend for myself. My wife, Karen, and I went and chased turkeys with some friends, had a blast. Turkeys are still pretty flocked up. Uh, they were kind of in big groups and they weren't gobbling that much, but eventually we found a real hot tom, which was really fun. Uh, we called it in, Karen made it happen. She's killed a few turkeys, but it was her first like culturally correct one where we, you know, call it in. And I'll admit it is, it's pretty dang cool when they come in spitting and drumming and just gobbling their heads off. It was, that was pretty fun. Uh, meanwhile, Dale was out also turkey hunting. He's still out turkey hunting actually right now. From what I've seen on social media, they've got into a few. Uh, looks like they're having a good time for sure. Uh, so we'll have to catch up on that full story next week. Uh, as for Michael, he's going to give us the fishing and boat update. So Michael. Sunday, took the boat out and finally landed a fish in my boat. First fish, brown trout. That's how I like it. Let's go. Um, caught a few, we were doing the spin game and it was pretty sweet. I tied up some hair jigs, pop, pop, pop on the bank, set that hook, a couple Browns. I got a video we can put in here. It's been good. Got, I don't know, tomorrow I'm, I'm taking tonight off. Tomorrow will be my 59th day. Uh, we're going to head to Flathead Lake, hopefully catch some lake trout, do some bass fishing this weekend and uh, we'll check in with you next week. Randy is out in Minnesota hanging out with some friends who are beaver trapping. Randy is out there as the cameraman, so he is trying to film it. So it'll be interesting to see how it all turns out, but I do know that Randy knows more than he lets on with camera, so I feel like it's still gonna be some pretty cool content. Uh, pretty interesting to see how that all works. Uh, I hear him tell stories about it all the time, so it'll be fun to finally see it in action. Also, Randy just finished up a podcast series on Hunt Talk Radio with Shane Mahoney. They do a really deep dive into the North American model of wildlife conservation. There's five episodes and they dive super deep into this entire model. And Shane was one of the people who helped define the model. So good stuff there. So it is also a bit of a sad week for the Fresh Tracks crew as we had to say farewell to our uh, friend and colleague, Jonathan Spear. He's off on new ventures and we wish him well. So it's gonna be a little sad around the office not having Jay Spear, but uh, he's a great dude. We definitely wish him well on his new path. Uh, Jay Spear had a knack for filming. He was super good at it. And he also had a knack for placing trail cameras in really good spots. So kind of his farewell last edit was a conglomerate of some of the coolest trail camera stuff he had. So that'll be super cool to check out uh, when that video is all done. Uh, but yeah, we'll miss you, man. All right, on to some headlines. Big news in California as that petition that has been floating around for a while that was trying to shut down black bear hunting was fully rejected. So the petition in question was to ban bear hunting until the state had a better idea on the status of the population and until they updated their management plan. But the commission voted unanimously to deny that petition. The California Department of Fish, Wildlife's Brett Furness put together a report detailing how the department is modernizing California's black bear population modeling. So this report gave a detailed uh, look into what was going on with the population and it gave the department ground to stand on showing that they did in fact have healthy black bear populations and the data to back it up and that hunting is a sustainable activity 
and the department recommended denying the petition. A lot of hunters also showed up during this process, uh, echoing the department's recommendation in opposition to this. A lot of people showed up. It was a very long meeting. I just kind of skimmed through some of it. CDFW did a great job showing that they did have the data to back it up, but they did admit that you know they could do better with communication. So I think that's a win for everybody if they get if they communicate the science and their data better to the public. Hopefully that can mitigate some of this before it happens. Um, so this is a story of good wildlife management and science winning. And uh, it's interesting to watch this process unfold. I think it's going to serve as a playbook going forward for other state agencies. And I think this is some foreshadowing for more issues to come. So the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation recently worked together with a private landowner to purchase and convey 447 acres to the Suslaw National Forest. The property is great Roosevelt elk habitat, as well as being the headwaters to the Three Rivers watershed, which is a critical fish area. Uh, so it's also providing habitat for fish. Pretty cool to see Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation uh, not only getting good elk habitat, but also, you know, added benefit of having the fish habitat conserved as well. This is also another example where the Land and Water Conservation Fund came into play as the U.S. Forest Service was able to use those funds from those royalties to help complete this project. Always cool to see these stories of having more habitat conserved for wildlife. So the past couple of weeks, we've seen some pretty serious weather come through in Montana, as well as other places in the Midwest. Seems like some areas are getting absolutely hammered with snow and then it's completely skipping over other areas. We definitely needed the moisture as we're in a pretty severe drought, but it, you know, it would have been nice to have it over an extended period of time instead of all at once, but you know, whatever. But it'll be interesting to see how these storms affect wildlife. I imagine most of the big game, hopefully we're in decent condition going into it, so it's probably not gonna be too horrible for any of them. But what's on my mind, because I've been hunting turkeys recently, is how it's gonna affect the turkey population. Because this time of year is an interesting time of year for turkeys, depending on the region, this is kind of when the hens are initiating their nests, basically mid to late April. Uh, and so when they're initiating their nests, uh, they're laying one egg per day for 10 to 12 days on average, um, and then they'll go incubate that nest after that. So right now there is a number of unincubated nests that are just out there with uh, you know, not a complete clutch in them yet, which I imagine this weather probably froze out quite a few of those nests. There's also a higher likelihood of being predated on, of that nest being found by a predator, because when there's added moisture on the ground, they can usually smell better and they're able to find those nests easier. Um, that being said, as long as the hen wasn't killed when the, if a predator took out the nest, they usually re-nest. So, there's still a good chance that it won't have a horrible impact if they can get on the nest again and you know have another clutch, but it's probably gonna shift everything a little later. It's kind of interesting to think about this. Um, weather just dictates so much when it comes to wildlife survival, and especially with birds this time of year, it can just make or break certain aspects of, of bird survival. Interesting to think of how this is gonna impact everything and what's gonna happen over the next few weeks. We're cutting this episode a little bit short this week. We're not doing a deeper dive because I'm just short on time because we are heading up to film the next episode of Anything Goes. Michael and I are heading up to Flathead Lake. We're exploring the lake trout fishery of Flathead Lake and kind of the story of how that fishery has changed over the years. It went from being a primarily bull trout and cutthroat fishery into a kokanee fishery where there was salmon and then now it's a lake trout fishery and each time anything changes there's multiple user groups multiple people having opinions on how things should be managed and what should be done super fascinating story so hopefully we can learn more about that this week when we head up there and hopefully we can catch some lake trout 
So we have a little bit of an entertainment factor in there too. Uh, but yeah, should be a fun one. Thanks for watching. And again, if you have anything interesting you want to share with us or stories that we should cover, you can email us at weekly at freshtracks.tv.